Good <laughs> No, I said you gotta let it breathe a little bit, bro. That's true. Good morning, beautiful people. It is Tuesday the 29th of November, and welcome to TDA the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture. As decided by you people in the culture, you know how we roll. As always, we're hosted by the best in the world. I'll introduce myself first. It's Big Moss on the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation and all that good stuff. Our resident queen Esther ain't here. She's um taking a little chill out time, but big up her. See if she'll join us in the chat today. Who else is with me today? You saying people, use back in the building. What's good? And they call me man, the pro black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, melanin jam packed. Can't find the help, man. Why the late start, man? I've been sitting there waiting for you, man, for ages. <laughs> I saw you in the same traffic as me. What? Were you in the same traffic as me? Was I here before you? You might have been in a different part of the road than me. You were, you were on the A13. I'm I, was, just, I was on the road close to it. I wasn't on it yet. I'm just saying, I've been here for ages. <laughs> I don't give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Professionalism, boys. Sometimes, by hook or by crook, man, by any means, you got to do it. you got to get here. What about you, man? Um, yeah, I was here first, mate. Huh? <laughs> I was here first. <laughs> Wow, saying lies in the morning. Okay, that's cool. Good night, everybody. Yeah, decent man. Mm-hmm. Decent night. You? Yeah. I done nothing. Nothing. No, I recorded last night and as, as went home good. and went to sleep. Mm. As you do. Sound like Wait a good there. time. Yeah, home sleep. Did you catch any any, any of the games? You know what? Yeah, I need to stop pretending like I care about these games. Oh, was it? You're not really invested. <laughs> Huh? You're not really invested. I'm sitting in my yard, yeah, looking for something to watch. Yeah, mm. and then thinking, oh shit, there's a game on. And then, <laughs> and then going to turn the game when it's finished and like clocking, oh shit, yeah, football. Yeah. Finished. You get me? I'm going through old films I've watched before, <laughs> box sets I've seen before. Yeah. And then I see like a tweet or something. And I'm like, shit. Shit, there's a game on. Yeah. Game. That's, that's happened to me a little bit, but yeah. for the most part, I check the schedule in the morning to see what games are on. Mm. And I planned my day like, okay, cool. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna catch that game, bro. We spoke about this yesterday. Yeah. I went home. The things I had to do, I done them. Yeah. And then I was free. And I said, because I'm free, mm-hmm. I'm gonna catch that, yeah, get that game. game. Yeah. yeah. Missed it. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. This hasn't been the most thrilling walk up. I think um when it gets to knockouts, it'll be a bit more. Yeah. yeah. We don't think there's been like quite a few shocks and and whatnot to kind of. There's been a couple. There's been a couple, but because it's group stages. Mm. These shocks don't really count for much until we see who qualifies. You know yeah. I mean? mm. Knockout stages will be when you really see the shockers. If any of the smaller teams get through in the end. What the mm. fuck is that thing? Or maybe even the last game, isn't it? Last game of the group. Because certain teams still on that. Yeah. The going they out. need results now. Mm-hmm. Belgium and that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yes. Right. Any more for any more? Any what, sorry? Any offers? What do you say? <laughs> I said any more for any more. Any more for any more? Yeah. Is that like an East London thing? Possibly. Okay. Nah, that's it. There's, there's no more for any more. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Let's get into our headlines, man. Headline. Rishi Sunak has said that the so-called golden era of relations with China is over as he vowed to evolve the UK's stance towards the country. In his first foreign policy speech, the PM said the closer economic ties of the previous decade have been naive. 
He said the UK now needed to replace wishful thinking with robust, robust pragmatism towards competitors. But he warned against Cold War rhetoric, adding that China's global significance could not be ignored. Mr. Sunak has faced pressure from Tory backbenchers to toughen the UK's stance on China since he took over as Tory leader and UK Prime Minister last month. The speech to the Lord Mayor's banquet in London comes after pr protests in China over the weekend against the country's strict COVID lockdown laws. Police have made several arrests and a BBC journalist was detained while covering a protest in Shanghai on Sunday. Apparently he was beaten and kicked by police during the protests and held for several hours before being released. Mr. Sunak told the audience of business leaders and foreign policy experts that in the face of the protests, China has chosen to crack down further, including by assaulting a BBC journalist. He said, we recognize China poses, poses a systemic challenge to our values and interests, a challenge that grows more acute as it moves towards even greater authoritarianism. He added that the golden era of the UK-China relations was over, along with the naive idea that more trade with the West would lead to Chinese political reform. The phrase golden era is associated with closer economic ties under former Prime Minister David Cameron, but relations between London and Beijing have since deteriorated. However, Mr. Sunak stressed that we cannot simply ignore China's significance to world affairs, to global economic stability and issues like climate change. He added that the UK would work with allies, including the US, Canada, Australia and Japan to manage this sharpening competition, including, the, including with diplomacy and engagement, which means standing up to our competitors not with grand rhetoric, but with robust pragmatism. And our next headline is to do with charities uh, basically saying that the Tories' plan for Albanian asylum seekers is unworkable. So refugee charities have condemned as unworkable a plan put to Rishi Sunak by more than 50 Tory MPs, arguing that asylum seekers from Albania should be summarily returned, as should, they, as should those who they say have been trafficked. The MPs, led by the former cabinet minister, David Davis, say this would reduce asylum backlogs and provide a deterrent to migrants. But refugee groups said that the idea would breach the UN Refugee Convention, put vulnerable people at risk, and would almost certainly be challenged in court. The letter urges Sunak to pass emergency legislation that would mean people from Albania or other countries regarded as safe from harm would be returned immediately. It says that this should also be the case for people who claim they have been trafficked or are a victim of modern slavery, arguing this is used by many Albanian arrivals. Pardon me, sorry. Where am I? Okay. It says that this should be used. This should also be the case for people who claim that they have been trafficked or are a victim of modern slavery, arguing that this is used by many Albanian arrivals to bolster their asylum case. The letter says, if they have really been given, if they've really been taken against their will, then they could not reasonably object to being returned to their own homes. The quirks in our modern slavery laws that prevent this are clearly in defiance of the aims of that law and should be removed. Davis told Sky News that Albania was a safe country and that people should not be permitted to claim asylum over fears of prosecution from non-government actors such as criminal gangs. He said, the Home Office itself has not been interpreting the asylum laws correctly. The point is to turn the turnaround time for Albanian landing on our shores from years to days or weeks. That's the aim and we think it's possible. If we don't do it, the Home Office is, is never going to be able to cope with the number of applications. It already, it's already 420 days to get a decision. It'll be longer and longer. He added, I'm not scapegoating the individual, individual Albanians. What I want to do is to close those loopholes. Steve Valdez Simmons, 
don't know what's happening with my thing now. Okay, so Steve Valdez Simmons, who's Amnesty UK's refugee and migrant rights program director, said that Davis was wrong on several counts. He said, there does seem to be quite a lot of nonsense here. The starting point is whether your government is unwilling or unable to provide protection from persecution. It doesn't set out who your persecutors have to be. It could be organized crime or blood feud. It can also be women who are persecuted by their own families. The question is whether the state is both able and willing to provide the protections that is that it is expected under international law to provide. And that's the end of the headlines. Well, all right then, there you have it. Let's quickly, let's get into what you say in our topic of the day. Brent tells me all the time not to talk over the, over the um, music bit, but, you know, you can't find the help nowadays. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm saying, yeah, what are you saying? You're going to lead this one now, topic of the day. Mm-hmm. All right. So, today's topic of the day, right, it's, it's probably going to be one of those that um, can go on for a bit. Might need to be a part one, part two, part three. I don't know. We'll see. But the question is, basically, do we value our privileges or do we conflate them with rights? Yeah. So would society be a better place if the things that we deemed as privileges, we actually saw them as rights? So, um, uh, for example, it's a privilege in, in certain parts of the world, right, to be able to practice your own belief systems, to, to vote, to, to have freedom of speech. But if we actually saw them as, you know what, this is a right that I have, right, would that make society better or worse? Which ones of them are privileges and not rights? Our freedom of speech is our right. Yeah. Uh, so if it's a, no, if it's a right rather than a privilege, if that makes sense. Huh? <laughs> 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 Have I flipped around? All right. So basically, the things that you see as a privilege, right? Yeah. But I guess freedom of speech is not a privilege. It's our right. Okay, it's a right. Cool. Do you think it would be better if certain things that were privileges we saw as a right? I need an example. What's a privilege? Okay, the fact that um, you're free to maybe practice your own belief system. Because in some parts of the world, you can't. Okay. Okay, but in this part of the world, yeah? Yeah. Is that our right to do that or is that a privilege? You tell me. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Um, as okay. far as... Pra- mm-hmm. I don't know if it's written in... As far as practice... Yeah, it, sh- it should be in it. Well, ain't that- I see practicing your own religion as a right i don't see it as a privilege yeah but i'm saying in is it is it though in actual fact like in is, actual it, fact, is it, written, know, is it written down somewhere i don't know is it mm. oh, no, like, I don't by know by, by by definition i would assume it's a right not a privilege but then i, I guess maybe it depends again it depends on your proximity isn't it on where you are and where you are in the world so. because in private you can always do what you want in it mm. you know i mean in the comfort of my own home i can do what i want I don't have to. I don't have to go to a house of worship. I can practice at home. So to me, it's a it's a right. Yeah, but you could do that. There be there could be places in the world where you can where you can do it at home and do it your own at home, and it's, and it's not your right to do it, and you ain't got the privilege to do it either. If that makes sense, I'm still doing it. Yeah, but it's not. No, I hear what you're saying, but I'm still doing it. It's my right to do whatever I want to do in it. So in my own home, that's not pra- true either. How? It's not you ain't got the right to do whatever you want to do in your own home. No, no, I'm sure I'm there's some about, parameters. I'm talking about practicing religion specifically. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, Proverbs said it is a right in the UK, not a privilege. It's actually protected by law. What, what to practice whatever religion you want? Yeah. Okay. See. Okay. 
Yeah, but I guess if you compare it to other parts of the world, they would see it as a privilege for us, right? Yeah, depending on, on where you came from, because you can't... Yeah, yeah, there's certain parts of the world that you just can't... You don't, yeah. you're not afforded those freedoms, isn't it? Exactly. Do you know what I'm trying to say that? So they would see it as a privilege. But I need to think of a privilege that we got that's not our right. That's just something that we just take for granted. That mm, th- th- exactly. That's basically where I'm going with this. The things that we kind of take for granted, right? Like if we saw them as, for example, privileges, would society be, be a better place? Because then it's like you, you value it a bit. You could value it um, a bit more or a lot more. Uh, so what's some examples of some things that we take for granted? Okay, voting. Yeah, a lot of people don't even take it for granted. Might even might even be the right. A lot of people don't even engage in that, but that is taking it for granted, I suppose. I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you feel? Do you feel like? Does voting implement as much? Would it implement as much change as people make out? I mean, they they tell us it does. So look at look at Brexit for example. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was it was tight. Everybody went out to vote. Well, a lot of people did, or whatever. And we saw that literally change the course of. You know what I'm saying? That like our future and everything, basically. Because of those those votes. Everything changed overnight almost. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have had maybe we shouldn't have been allowed to <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have been allowed to vote, you get me. Maybe that's time a time some of our privileges should have been mm-hmm. revoked, you get me. But I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of examples. Alright. So alright, basically, yeah. With with this whole question, right? Obviously, like like I said um, a minute ago, I'm trying to see if we think the things we take for granted, if we actually think, let's just say certain things could be rationed out to us. So let's just say all the things that you can take for granted um, today that you can pick up and, and just do whatever you want to do, right? You're only allowed to do, for example, three months in a year. Would, we, would society be better? So you had the right to do it, right? But you had to maybe apply for it. It'd be or, different. Say like, um, I, I really need like the benefits. Say like the benefit system mm-hmm. in 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 England, yeah, in the country. I think if that was, that's a privilege that mm-hmm. people got. Was their right to to it as well? But obviously, I think they're privileged to be in that situation because there's other countries who don't have mm-hmm. that that kind of setup. If you change the way that system was, like mm-hmm. what you're saying, you can only use it for three months out of the year. Yeah. That would change the whole society. Exactly. I think the mind, that would change like the mindset of the mm-hmm. people, like everything. You mm-hmm. get me? I think it would probably make them a bit more um, proactive. This is it. Mm-hmm. Do, do you feel that's, that's the case with like, um, okay, put it this way. Voting, having children, right? I know obviously they're, they're completely two different things. <laughs> but do you think everyone should have the right to have children? No. Okay. But it, huh? Why is that? Because some people shouldn't. Some people ain't fit parents. Why are you finding your face? I'm just gonna expand <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> I know what. Just <laughs> <laughs> literally asking you why. Because some people are unfit parents, bro. Some people don't deserve to be to to to, to bring life into the world or to be responsible for for other life. Some people are the reasons why we're in these problems here because they. Gave birth to people and let them run right in the so, world. So what? What got us in these problems? You what get me? Um, parameters and what T's and C's would you set 
in regards to you know people becoming parents. So if you're not X Y Z, you can't have a, you can't make have a child. There slightly should be a test. Mm. What a written test? What, what yeah, thing? like a written comprehensive comprehensive test or something like that. There should be something that they can put in. I don't know whether you have to do a psych test as well. Yeah, but there slightly should be a test before they either allow you to do that or allow you to leave the hospital with your baby. Is this is this for the man and the woman? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so talk me through the process. All right, a woman finds out she's pregnant. She wants to keep the baby. She books an appointment to have this sack test, right? What's 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 the actual real life process here? No, I think she shouldn't be allowed to get pregnant so until she has the test. So, so the test would you allow sex, you. Then? Huh? This, you're talking about regulating sex now. You ain't talking about regulating. So it's having a, an abortion or keeping the baby. You're talking about make it illegal to have sex without a condom unless you got your pass. Mm. You get me? So if you've got your pass, yeah. it's like a driving test. You can't drive without your test. Yeah. Unless you go through the proper things and you have your test, it's illegal to have sex. Don't you think, don't you think this, your theory would work after the fact as opposed to trying to regulate people having sex in their own house? No, because then you're just still dealing with people just having abortions but all the time. And that's just not... But what I'm saying is, I think it's way... Even though your concept is you know crazy, it's way easier to regulate if it was after the fact for me. Because regulating how every single person has sex in their household is going to be impossible. No, but regulating is just with abortions. You can't give someone the, 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 the means and the rights to have the baby and then you decide you want to take it off them. Mm. That's not fair. So you'd have to stop them from doing it in the first place. No, but I don't, yeah, I, I hear you, but I don't think the format would, would work. You, you basically don't think it's possible to me. Yeah. Well, to regulate it? Yeah. Obviously, there's people because, gonna, they're still going to no, drive without their no, license. Because guess what? Unless people start having babies in the comfort of their own home, like you're always going to be presented with, you know, like you, you have to go to hospital, right, for the baby. So there's things in place. There's people you need to go and yeah, see. Yeah, but people, would, after e the people would even know that if you haven't got your pass, you're not even going to get admitted to the hospital. So they're not even going to bother be calling 999. So when they're pregnant, they know this is an illegal mm -hmm. pregnancy. This is yeah. not even going to fly. I can't go to the hospital mm -hmm. and deliver this baby. They're going to take it off me because it's illegal. I don't have my papers. Remember, this I was still a reality. Was in China. This was a reality somewhat in China, where they could only have one kid. No, I know. I still think it would work better after the fact. Yeah, but that's just if that's just enforcing abortion on people. That's not fair. It's not enforcing. I'm going by your. I'm going by your test. You got to pass the test. <laughs> yeah, but I, so that's what I'm trying to say. So I don't think it would be fair to make them have the baby, the baby, then take the test. I just think it's unrealistic to regulate how people have sex. That's what I'm saying. It's very unrealistic. So, would you prefer a world where everyone has? The privilege or the right or whatever it is to have kids, yeah, of course. however they feel. I'm not on his side. I reckon <laughs> people, people, in my eyes, people shouldn't be regulated in regards to um, having children. I don't think there should be a test. I don't think there should be an aptitude test. So, like what they done in China with that big population, you don't think they was in their rights or made or it was even sensible for them to cap how many kids you can have? No, but the China situation is for a specific reason. This example is just a hypothetical in regards to privileges and rights. Yeah, but hypothetical or not hypothetical, you don't believe people should be, what's the word you use? In this example, in regards to, because this is a specific question in regards to privileges and rights. The okay. China thing is a specific scenario because it was population control. That's different. Yeah, but the privilege and rights thing would be because of a reason. So let's just say the reason No, but is, that wasn't the reason you presented it. There was no reason. It no, was it's, just, it's, it's not the capping of the, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a reason yeah. now, for example, right? So it could be, um, like Mark was saying, like unfit parents and we see a correlation between people with who are unfit parents bringing yeah. children to the world yeah. and crime rates for example would would you say based on this clear correlation people should still have the opportunity unfit parents and rights. crime rates yeah 
Um, I don't see the direct correlation in that. No, I'm saying if there was. I'm just saying if there was. <laughs> there probably is as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Everyone do what you want. I don't give a shit. You just had an anarchy thing today. It's not. I don't think it's anarchy. I don't think it's anarchy. So just do what you want. I, think, I don't think it's anarchy. Do what you want, man. Have babies. You want to have babies, man. Ain't nothing to do with me. But, but don't you think there is, though? Because your life will be impacted by these other people on the planet. You go Tesco with them. You drive... Like, if you get road rage, that could be the child of some unfit parent. You know what I'm saying? You'll find yourself in situations for no reason. It's You've got to okay for them in some way, shape, or form. Your taxes are going to go up. It's what it is. So, regardless of the reason, you just think, that's just a right. Because of biology, because of nature, we should all be afforded. Yes. Basically. Okay. But yeah, that's not true. There's <laughs> some people are idiots and they need to be controlled. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? We've seen that enough in the world. That's why there's all these parameters up. You get me to 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 try and control the idiots as much as we can. Yeah. You get me. If you just let anybody just do what they want, mm-hmm. and I get it because obviously there was rights, priv- yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? But it's got to be it's got to be within reason. And yeah, I don't know how you I don't know how you decide when and where, but I think in certain scenarios it should like it could be more like you could be lax in certain scenarios over certain. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but yeah, certain people do need controlling you get me so if you could put things in place to stop all, all the foolishness that's what i say it's prevention is better than cure you want to you want to let them do the foolishness and then try and fix it no but there's no there's no it's not 100 proof just because um you deem someone to be an unfit parent that that child is going to turn out to be a criminal or be wayward it's not it's not it's not foolproof i mean like not you... criminal or wayward but they might they might they might they're gonna have to they, if it's Okay, cool. If they're, if, if, I don't know if it's opinion or what, but I'm saying if we've got a guaranteed set of unfit parents here, yeah, yeah, and they bring a child into the world, yeah, it's not saying it's guaranteed the child's going to be a criminal or live wayward, yeah. But if they're yeah. definitely unfit parents, yeah, that child's going to go guys. through some type of hardships. I don't know how it's going to develop mm-hmm. in the child's life. Just describe but, to me what an unfit parent is. Give me some. Give me a list. Uh, a caller, give us a second, please. Thank you. Give me a give me a list of credentials which form an unfit parent. Somebody you can't discipline your kids. You can't provide for your kids. So if you're financially inept. Yep. And you don't discipline your kids. You don't have to raise your kids. Tons of people who came from poor backgrounds, who have great lives, who are rich, who have flourished. Mm. There are tons of people who've come from poor backgrounds mm. who have flourished in life. Yeah, but just being it means they that means that them poor parents done everything that they could to provide for their kids. There you go, give them a chance. No, so they struggled. It's not that's yeah, not that's not, not, not speaking to what he's talking about. That's not unfit parent. Being poor doesn't mean you're an unfit parent. They struggled and done everything they could to provide and they obviously done their job because that child made it through mm-hmm. and was successful. So it's not speaking to what he's talking about. So what are you talking about? People that that can't that There are people who can't provide for their kids and, and is it this comment who makes it can't provide and don't discipline, then you're not doing nothing. I wasn't talking about discipline, I was talk, I was focusing on the on the financial side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, but it's no, two points, no, yeah. but you've com- you've mixed in two credentials. I I can separate them because you can't. <laughs> of course, I can. Because you you said to me, "Oh, what are the credentials?" Right? I've just yeah. given you just example two examples of probably probably a list of let's say ten. Right? Yeah, you can't say one take only one of them and say that's that defines the unfit parent. Yeah, but discipline is discipline is. There's tons of people who may have not been disciplined to the full capability, but they still turn out great. Like, yeah, but struggling is struggling. If you've got a child, or if you see someone that's that's got kids, yeah, yeah, and 
whether their financial situation are right, cool, they're poor, whatever, whatever, yeah. yeah. They can't, yeah. I'm not talking about struggling and making man eat crackers and bread. I'm saying there's nothing. They can't provide meals for these kids. Whether it's their fault or not, are they unfit parents? Then they're going to benefit. The thing is, you can, you can be an unfit parent by definition, right? Based on your credentials. Okay, cool. You're financially inept. You lack the minerals and the fortitude to be able to discipline a child. But it doesn't mean that that child is going to come out completely wayward. I've seen examples of people who may have came from households where there was a lack of discipline, there was a lack of finance, and they still came out well. So to me, it's, it's not about taking away someone's privilege or someone's right because you deem them to be inappropriate. They can, how about they adapt, they change. There's, people evolve, innit? It's, to me, it's not a case of, oh, just because you've taken this test and right now I deem you to be unfit, doesn't mean you can't change. Do you, you're 100% correct, by the way. There's but, a caller on the line. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'll shit. come back to that. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, caller. Good morning, guys. Uh, my name is Abby. Um, I was just at the perspective of the day. The connection's not too clear, you know. Oh, sorry. Just one sec. It's better. Can you, can you hear better now? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Um, my name is Abby. Um... I've ju- I just wanted to call to like put some, I guess, like perspective into the topic. Um, just because I, well, I, as well as working, I'm studying law with like open universities, so it's like learning distance. Um, but like in the point of view of law, really, privileges are not really the same as rights, as in like rights are, and if you put it into like the case of human rights, for example, these are like the basic rights really that actually we have access to. So obviously some countries might see it as, and cultures might see it as um, privileges, but re- really these are the basic rights that we should be, we should be, well, we should be having access to, and these are inalienable as well. So really these cannot be taken away from us as well. So re- so a right is very different to me, to a privilege. To a privilege. Um, and for example, um, if you put it to like France where you are able, well, you're not able to wear a scarf in work or like wear anything that's like shows religion because in their constitution, it's not allowed because France is meant to be a light country and you meant to not really show your religion as opposed to here where you can do that. That can obviously be seen as a privilege because more people might come into this country to be able to feel like, well, we're able to actually show our religion and display it. Whereas in that country, it's not in their constitution and they cannot do it. So I think right and privileges are definitely very distinct and, and right really should really be the basic that we are able to get and and able to do. And it's like, just like, I guess like different rights really are at different levels. For example, the well being in European Union, you can see that now, for people who are not European, that might pose a problem where I can travel within the Europe without having to, well, without having to do a visa, without having to do further, I guess, like application, was you English people won't be able to do that now because you're outside of the Europe and you might see that as a privilege, but really that also is a right that was, I guess, um, well, enacted and, and put into practice and there's institutions that are there to make sure that these rights are respected and everyone should be access to, well, should have access to those as well. All right, so Avery, I, I hear what you're saying, right? Um, I think everyone here as well agrees that there is a difference between a privilege and a right here. But based on what you're saying, I, 
like, are you saying that the government, for example, the laws of the land determine what is what? Or are you saying certain uh, things are God given? Well, no, I think I think the government really does. Unfortunately, okay. that is what it is. It depends on where you're coming from, where you live, what rules have been set up, and how people have how hard people have fought. Mm-hmm. Again, if you put it to France, just because well, I was born there and I lived there most of my life. Uh, obviously, people have fought really hard to be able to have rights put into written constitution, mm-hmm. and that's why there people have more of like a sense where we fight for things, and if people, and if the government tries to obviously take those rights away from us, mm-hmm. we'll show up on the street and 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 not accept that was here. There's not really a written constitution, and I feel like people are more laxist towards a lot of things and they'll let a lot of things slide. Mm-hmm. So I think really it depends on the history of the country. And also I know that South Africa also did have a re- revolution and they do have like a similar system where they've got a written constitution and everything else. And they have also, I imagine, these rights into their constitution to make sure that these are respected. So mm-hmm. I think it really depends the country, like the history of the country and how hard people have fought to obviously get these rights to be applied for everyone and, and make these as basics. So obviously other countries and other places might see these as like privileges, but it should be right. they're not really privileges. These are basic rights that okay. everyone should have access to. But but you you saying, for example, oh, these are basic rights that everyone should have access to, right? Like obviously that's gonna yeah. that's gonna be different to other people's opinions as well, right? So no, my, of course, yeah. Yeah, so my, my question to you is, do you feel as though some rights, if society saw them as privileges, right, instead, society like, which will be one, better? Though? For example, the whole kids What thing. kind of... Having kids. To be honest, I, yeah, I think so, because I agree with uh, what, um, what Marx was saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think that everyone should be able to have a kid, and you, really, it shows in society, because people don't take care of them properly, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, also that really depend on the government to take care of those kids. And it's like, well, no, actually, I don't personally, I don't feel like that's 100 percent right. I feel like, yes, fair enough, some people need help, but a lot of some people take advantage of that help. And, and they don't really think about the fact that you're having a child that is your responsibility 100% financially. So mm-hmm. why should the government give you free this, free that, and actually we pay for this, like free taxes. So, so again, there mm-hmm. might be people disagreeing with that, but personally, I don't think everyone yeah. should be entitled to have kids. Definitely so, not. So, so, so kind of like what Margs was saying, you think something should be put in place to prevent people from having kids unless they meet a certain criteria? Because uh, how, how, how again, else do you enforce it? Does, but this is the thing, though. This is this. You can't do that in in our like in Europe or any countries like that because we have the right to do whatever we want with our body. Our body is our body, and as as soon as you are sixteen, well, eighteen, I think mm-hmm. you are well, sixteen, really, you are able to have a child, and you should be entitled to raise that child. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing, though. I do think that maybe there's a lack of like. Well, we do get like sex education and stuff. Mm. But I don't think people actually understand what that actually in the end leads to, especially, I guess, like younger people who have kids. I don't know. I feel like this is a hard one, but definitely not, uh, in my opinion. Okay, so so basically, just to clap, 
obviously, I think you clarified it already, to be fair. But what I was going to say is the citizens of Abbeyland, right? They would basically not have the right <laughs> to have kids <laughs> <laughs> unless they meet a particular criteria, right? Yeah, to be honest, actually, yeah, I don't think <laughs> that right, cool. we could enforce it. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously, it's a democracy. They just got a vote. Job, this is it. If they vote it have in, have a job, have a situation. I don't know. Be make sure that you write with your partner and stuff because mm. people do the madness. Like I've got, I've got, I know friends who ha- are in such bad situations because they thought, oh well, I'm just gonna have the kid in the end. But really, all you do is arguing with your partner. You're not together, and that's gonna impact the kid in the end. So it's like, yeah, fair enough, good on you for doing that. Mm-hmm. But you struggling mentally, the child's going to struggle mentally. You now put, unfortunately, a burden into society and the child's going to suffer in the end. So it's like, I do think a lot of people should definitely not be entitled to having kids. And may, maybe that also should be people in our culture, like the black culture where people have too many kids and they don't actually, they kind of, rely on the oldest person yeah. to then do a lot yeah. of support and stuff but when you grow up then you kind of have this expectation that you have like different expectation and it's not the same privilege as being an mm-hmm. only child or whatever not I suppose that that can be seen I guess as like a privilege isn't it so yeah. okay but I I mean obviously um, you may disagree with what I'm about to say but I feel like it's kind of important to make a distinction though because like say um like you pretty much were saying, yeah. Um, certain people who haven't got the, who are not with their partners, for example, it sounds like you're kind of saying they shouldn't have the right, right? But to me, I think if you pass the test, even if you what's are, the test though? I, I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever the threshold is, whatever <laughs> we decide as a society, right? That makes you, um, that makes us believe that at least you are somewhat of a fit parent, yeah, or will be a fit parent. Even if you're okay. single, even if you're single. Right, you should still have the um the baby, because as we know, there's there's so many single mothers out there, single fathers out there who produce good productive children, mm. right? So surely, no, definitely, I okay. don't. Yeah, definitely, I think that on that one, that's fair. But I think it's more like towards how it's gonna affect that child. I'm not. I okay. don't. Yeah, I don't know whether they should. I guess like it's a choice, isn't it? So I don't know whether I think they should definitely be entitled to have kids. But yeah, it's it's really a hard one. But mm. I. Yeah, I do think, like, obviously there's a lot of single mums that do the best job and they are really good mums and stuff. But I do just feel like they're struggling, the baby's struggling, everyone is struggling, and a lot of them, they need help as well. So really, then you need people in your entourage and, like, social circle to help you. And if you haven't got that, then what do you do? It's like that, um, I don't know if you saw in the news, that woman who sadly passed away with her baby because she felt like the cost of living crisis was just too much for her. And it's like, now you've taken your child's life and your life as well. And you've probably affected everyone around you as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, some people say this conversation, it's not as wild as, as, as you are making out. It's not as wild as just letting any and anybody have kids and do what they want with them. That's that's equally as as, as wild. Yeah. Like, I, you saying that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who will be determined. Abby, thank you very much for calling in. Cheers. I don't know who, no, no problem. who you were allowed you. to determine you to be Take fit to see kids, yeah. But, yeah, there's so many of examples of people that you can look at and even see them with kids and be like, these people shouldn't these people shouldn't be allowed to rear mm-hmm. children. You get what I'm trying to say? So if you can look at that and see that, yeah, why is it so crazy to even broach the idea of 
being able to police who has kids and who doesn't have kids. Mm -hmm. It will save it will save a lot of problems. I don't know what the criteria is. Yeah. Because obviously we're working on the fly. If you want mm -hmm. me to draw something up for you, <laughs> you get me? For me, I believe it's a, it's a basic human right for someone to be able to have a child in it. Um, you don't know what's in that person's heart. You may look from the outside looking in and feel like that person's struggling or not living up to your standards. But that person might be content. That person might have a plan. That person might, you know, see the future and know what's coming. So let them let them do what they want to do. But, but that I just see weak leadership use. I'm not trying to be no one's leader. I'm trying to be the leader of my household. It's my family. I don't give a fuck. That's it. The, the thing is, though, based on what you just said there, Yusuf, yeah, I, I feel like someone who has that plan and certain things in place, right, kind of would fit into what makes a fit parent. You know what I'm saying? No, so, but you may not be fit at inception, but you may become fit as the journey goes on. But then you, So you're, you're, you're okay. taking away that person's opportunity to change and to be better. Just because yeah. when I'm pregnant... Mm -hmm. I haven't got it all together. Yeah. Doesn't mean I can't get it all together later on. Facts. Why do you have the right to tell me? Because right today, you ain't, I don't deem you're right because this doesn't mean I can't change. It doesn't mean I can't adapt, evolve, progress, do better. That's, that's, a, very good, mean? that's a very good point. Like, I see it all the time with people, like man them who may be down bad, find them they've got a baby on the way, mm. and they pattern up yeah. because priorities change. I've got a baby now. I've, my priorities are different now. There's, yeah. I got a mouth to feed. They pattern up. I've seen it all. I see it all the time. Yeah, but that, if we if we ask so if we ask them some questions, yeah, before they had that baby to gauge their mindset, we could have knew that this person listen, was going to pattern up. They could have passed listen, the test. Listen, listen, listen you know what I'm trying listen, to say. There's listen, not, listen. For, for no this, one ain't dying that. Listen, for this discussion to work, I need to oppose to you in it. So this no, is no, me no, opposing. No, I'm with so, you. Yeah, so no, this, this is this is my opposing argument. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm and I'm trying to make your what you're saying. Yeah, but what I'm saying, I'm, is, I'm saying you're saying yeah. would make sense with what we're both saying because if we could test that this person would be on patterning up, what if we could prove, yeah, that this person ain't going to pattern up when they had the baby beforehand? Do you mm -hmm. get what I mean? Give me okay. Give me the parameters of the test then. Because oh, this is unfair now. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we're on the this is unfair. Give me, me parameters of the test. Uh, is it is it is it oh, uh, what's in your bank account? Is it where do you live? What's your five year plan? Like, what is the test? It might be all of the above. Yeah, exactly. Is it you know a psychoanalysis? Is it an IQ test? Is all it, of the above. Yes, it's, it's an yeah. extensive test. It's an extensive test. It might even be a physical <laughs> test as well. It might be an assault course <laughs> at the end of it. Good luck. See if you can protect your baby in a purge. Mm. Good luck. That's what I'm saying. Good luck. It will work. I think they could do it. Good luck trying but, to. Good my, luck. Good luck trying to regulate this. It's, you know. You know the thing is, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> let, let me ask you this then. Do you yeah. feel everyone should be able to vote? You know, I don't give a shit about voting, bro. So I don't care. No, but in terms of like, do you think it should be? So, if, for example, tomorrow you heard the government was campaigning to basically say, "Look, we're going to take away people's rights. So your right to vote tomorrow." May not be there. Take it. You wouldn't care. No. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> That's just me. I don't care. Like, I, take what? What did you say? My right, to, right vote. to vote. I don't care. Oh, I don't care. I can see that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I can see that. There's enough. We're, people all, we're go, all different. There's man. enough people who go through life without voting. Don't don't don't, 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 don't force your your like belief on me. I don't care. It's the idea of the I've, vote. I've lived very long. I've lived a very long life without caring, mm. and I don't feel like my life would have changed if I would have been voting all these years. No. I don't. And I know the, the, the argument, oh, but Yusuf, if everyone thought like you, mm. da, 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 I don't care. I don't care about that sentiment, but, to be honest. No, because you hear, don't, I, what I, about I, the idea of the vote? I understand though? it though. I hear it. I hear the sentiment. Yusuf, if everyone had your mindset, then 
if everyone, the yeah, yeah, but I'm just an individual, innit? When you speak to the individual, it's like it's like whatever. No, but forget that. I'm saying for you personally, do you even do you even like care or value the idea of the vote? Yeah, of course I, I value. Like, do you, uh, that, that you're not going to use it, so you don't. No, like, obviously, I, no, we know I, you don't care. But do you care about the what it actually means? Yeah, that you've I, actually I, got I understand right why voting is important. No, I'm saying, do you, but do you care though? Or do you like? What do you mean? Do you care about the concept of the vote though? Like, obviously, you don't care about a vote. The concept you know, like, of, of voting mean, as a right. What it means that you actually have a right to vote. You to actually have a say in society. You can potentially implement change. Do can you, I, can do I be you honest care? with you? In this racist, you know, fucked up world, do I care about my little vote? No, I don't. I don't. So This world is so... So you'd be happy living in a dictatorship? No, I don't live in a dictatorship. You don't need a vote. Someone could, yeah. take, could, could take control of things. You don't, why did you don't? Well, of course you would. Everyone else is going to take care of it for me. The dictator will. Yeah, the dictator will. Handle that. Do I live in a dictatorship now? No, you live in a democracy. Why? Because you've got a vote. <laughs> exactly. I live in a system where people are allowed to vote. <laughs> no, but we're saying what if you're taking away from not, Just because I'm not voting doesn't mean that I'm, I'm living in a dictatorship. You're not. So I'm, but you, no, of course we're not. But I'm saying because you don't care about the vote and it yeah. doesn't care if someone takes away and you don't even care what it means, you'd be happy to no. live. If, no, no, if no, the no, dictator no, was no, a good no, dictator. You're forgetting. You know, sometimes in life, you're cool with the option. Yeah. Right? Like, I know I can always vote if I wanted to. So I'm happy... Not voting, but knowing I have the option to vote. So then you do. If, 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 if you take away, if you take away my right to vote, then I'll care. That's what I asked. That's, that's what I was kind of asking. Do okay, you cool. care that you? Yeah, yeah, I care that I have the right to vote, and I'm happy knowing that whenever I choose to vote, I can. I'm happy to have the option to vote. I don't care to exercise it, but knowing that I have it, I'm mm -hmm. cool with that. Me, I'm cool with that. Okay. There you go. And okay, cool. And you feel as though everyone should have that right. Yeah, everyone should to, have the right to, to vote, and everyone should have the right to to choose whether or not they want to vote or not. not to. Okay. And I choose. I'm not saying I've, I've voted before, yeah, but yeah. you're asking me, do I am I running am I running to the ballot station? <laughs> Is it on my mind? Am I reading yeah. policies? Am I invested in politics? No, I'm not. But I'm happy to have the right to vote. Everyone should have the right to choose. You can vote. It's your right to choose if you want to or not. I'm cool with that. If you take it away from me completely, then I'm unhappy. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. And and do you feel as though everyone should have equal weighting in votes? So, like you said, everyone should have the right to, to yeah. vote and choose whether to or not, right? Yeah. But do you feel as though some people say should mean more than others? See, in the name of fairness, it wouldn't work. Yeah, because then what was it based on? That's the only problem. Is it based yeah. on your Because I can understand knowledge. where you're coming from because there's some people who have more sense, more insight, more thing, and so their, their weight could be... Yep. Their votes weighted. Mm -hmm. But in the name of fairness, like, I don't even know... But is, is fairness then overrated? Because <laughs> in the name of fairness, we could die. Yeah, but it, the, the whole system's supposedly built on it, though, isn't it? Mm. But is that, that's a, but again, is that a good thing? Because it's not a democracy. Because if there was a weighted votes, then the people could could um, control where yeah. the, where the votes mm -hmm. go. I mean, you could round up my our votes are worth more than theirs. Mm -hmm. So, all right, cool. Let's all go vote on the same thing and then yeah. influence it and rare, 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 and then. It takes the that the democracy is not the balance in it is not there. You get what I'm trying to say, like so. Mm. That's why you, you can't do it because you won't be able to do it fairly. But is, isn't that kind of what the situation is now, where people can kind of block vote, where you can say, you know what, guys, we all have this particular thing that we need to push for for our betterment. Let's all come together and vote for this particular. Yeah, thing. but because thing. every single vote is one vote, you have to do that. The, the parameters are set up there. You have to mm -hmm. go and campaign and convince everybody equally to come and do that, yeah. and then we block vote. So it's still. Fair. Still, yeah. It's still it's still fairer than me going to three men who I know is votes equal to fifty each, mm. and just you know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. The block vote. It's, I get what you're saying, but yeah. you still had to go and 
yeah. convinced them all equally mm-hmm. and it was still just one bowl each. So that you're within your rights to do that. The system mm-hmm. set up for you to do that. Okay, but okay, w- would it would you still consider it fair if that means particular groups will never have a big enough say um in a particular thing that they care about if they are the smallest um part of uh, population? So for example, uh let's just say there's a group of people who are only occupy five percent of the population, mm. right? Their belief system is to maybe only have two kids. So they will never ever be the majority, right? And so the things that they care about can never be implemented because they're only five percent of the population. Yeah, but because I don't, it's not supposed to work like that, though, is it? Because they're, they're such a minority; they're not supposed to have such an impact. True, but what if their particular view, the thing that they want, could benefit everybody? So let's just say, for example, they were like, you know what? Let's let's just say they were the people who were instrumental in bringing in this whole idea of the NHS, free healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. But most people's like, nah, you know, this doesn't make no sense. Da, 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 da. Let's all pay for it ourselves. But then because of this idea, which only sits with the 5%, it just is something that society loses. I hear the, the, the hypothetical, but it wouldn't work because then because majority always rules. It wouldn't if it if, mm. if, if it was such a good idea, it wouldn't be only them. <laughs> That's all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be only them that want it if it was such a mm. good idea. The, ma- the masses mm. would want it. If, if it was only them doing it and they're the only ones that say it like that, then it's maybe it's not as good idea as they think because the majority will always rule. But is that actually true though? Because the richest people in the world are like the 1%. They obviously have good ideas. That's true. <laughs> and most people don't think like that. That's why most people are in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Because it's like, obviously, like, I've said this before, yeah. I just feel as though, like, I struggle with taking the opinion of someone who knows nothing about it about a particular thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said before, we're all heading to bloody, I don't know, Manchester. You've been there before, you've lived there. Yusuf knows he goes there every weekend and I've never been there before. Why should my vote be the same as yours? The most I've done is look on Google Maps. But you've lived there. You know that, you go there every week. You see what I'm saying? Like surely you guys should have a, a bigger say in, in how we get there. I, I hear the, I hear the, the argument, but it's just, it's just unfortunate that's not the way the world works. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about yeah, but you know, it, it, there's too many. It logically, it's still there's nothing stopping you from where you go and you go and you and you find your source work and whatever material you're gonna get and whatever you go and you research. If you've got receipts and you can back it up, yeah, mm. there's nothing stopping you from telling us what the quickest route to Manchester is just because you haven't been there. If Very you've true. done your due diligence, so Very that's true. why. I hear you. I think I'm talking more about voting. So. How do you, do you want your vote to count for double? <laughs> I mean, so yeah. in the concept of voting, how mm-hmm. do you want your vote to outweigh someone else's vote? It's more so um, a percentage of one vote. So everyone will have the the one vote, for example. Yeah. But then, um, for example, if I know nothing about economics and... But, and how do you qualify for this? Do you go have an in-face interview? I, and test you? I, I, like, I honestly, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It would literally just, maybe as a society, we all decide on certain things. So basically, it wouldn't necessarily be something that could fit into someone's agenda. So let, let's but, just wait, say... But the thing is, you see with voting, right? If I want to vote for a particular party and I agree with their, their policies, like when, when, when you're voting, it's not about your knowledge of politics. It's about whether or not you agree with this party's, politi- this party's policies and you want to go and, and champion them. So I don't feel like, 
just because you know more about politics, that like mm. your weight should outvote someone else's. If two people, you, you might have all the knowledge in the world. Mm -hmm. Someone might have no knowledge, but they agree with the Labour Party's policies. Yeah. Then that's fine. It doesn't have to be but a fact. But, but essentially, there is knowledge of politics. Exactly. If like you can't then, have, yeah, but that's if you basic, know then. if you know the policies, that's, that, that's, that's basic. and you know the rivals' policies, and you can understand it, and it's language that you can yeah, know, understand, and convey that know, to people. That's, that is understanding. That's basic. Then I'm, I'm assuming that most people who are going to vote have an idea of why they're voting for X party. If you don't, then why are you voting? Like, I'm not going to turn up to the ballot box with no knowledge of why I'm voting for Labour opposed to Conservative. So to me, that's not that's to me that goes about saying that's 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 not about having knowledge or a right to your vote to be higher. That's basic. I think I think you'd be surprised how many people don't. Know. No, no, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But yeah. to me, that's basic. Going to vote for someone and not knowing why you're voting for them. Is basic, but also that's it, the that's what majority of people do. I exactly, think, though, isn't it? 100%. Then just through like being in their families, and yeah. we've always voted Labour. Or, yeah, like a lot of people will vote for people and not have a clue what the policies are. To me, to me, that, that makes no sense. Like, because do you do local voting? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, do you, like I'm trying to say that I wouldn't have a clue no, what no, these local what the. Same. Like a like a um, absolute <laughs> Scooby, what these are trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to cancel the the, the, the dustbin route <laughs> or, or, or what. Like I ain't got a clue what they do. This is it. You get me. But that essentially just knowing policies is like if, mm. knowing about politics. And there's no real secret to it. It's just knowing what these people are offering and whether mm. it's whether it's gonna work for you or not. Kind no, of. No, I hear that. But I just thought that goes about saying. So I thought that's. I thought you were talking about a level higher than that. Okay. Because to me, that's. You know what I mean? That's basic. Like knowing why you're voting for someone is normal. Is to me that's 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 the but that's something that's that you're taking for granted. Because, that's the base level of understanding. Yeah, but that, I think you're taking that thing for granted because, like you're saying, the majority of people yeah. don't. They might know, okay, yeah, Labour or no, oh yeah, the leaders stir cursed mm -hmm. cursed armor yeah. or, or like you know what I'm trying to mm -hmm. say, like or no, oh Corbyn used to be part of it, but know what they're laying out and exactly. what their plans are for the budgets and the, the mm -hmm. average person ain't ain't really at all doing that. I don't mean it needs to be in depth like they need to have read but a even a, like a, a forty page PDF. I just mean, you know, ten point bullet points of the most important policies that this party. Is I wouldn't pushing. say yeah. I've got like a I've had like an avid interest in politics yeah, but I'm all, I'm always aware of what's, yeah. of what's going on yeah in the world in the country whatever yeah. whatever yeah. Until I started doing TDA, mm. but I don't think I could now because I haven't even think. But I'm saying, until I started doing TDA, yeah, yeah. I couldn't lay out the Labour's top policies mm. for you and tell mm -hmm. you what what they. I could impossible. When was I going to? When was I going to do that? I wouldn't know that. Mm. I'll just know whether the leaders call and whether the sentiment of the people is that yeah. it's a Labour thing or not. And yeah. rah, 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 rah. Yeah. You get me that? That's what the average person, I would assume the average person is going to do. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I know the average person doesn't know, you know, all the policies and points, but just even to know the the ethos and what that party stands for, yeah, yeah. what that party is about, what yeah. agenda are they pushing? Like, you don't just go in and vote for Labour without having not even an inkling of knowledge about anything. People do, man. No, no, I'm not saying they don't. I'm saying they <laughs> shouldn't, is what I'm saying. 100% they shouldn't. Yeah. And, and, and this is the thing, though. If they do now, if we're telling you they do, yeah. should we put something in place to kind of curb the amount of value their particular vote has? Because that means you're voting and you have no idea. You're affecting other people's kids and you don't even care. Essentially. Because my, my thing is, the reason why I believe in, in having a weighted voting system is because I believe personally it can create an incentive for people to want to learn. Because it's like me saying, okay, if you know nothing, yeah. your vote means 10%. Yeah. 
But if you go away and learn something, yeah. you're better placed to make a proper decision. The thing decision. is, if, if people aren't penalised for yeah. not voting and people aren't penalised for having a lack of knowledge, then I don't care. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with, with your notion then. Because, you know me, like if, 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 I'm, if not voting is not going to damage my credit score or anything like that, then yeah, all right, cool. You don't pass the criteria to vote, so you're not voting. Does it does it affect anything with me? No, I'm cool with that. So I'll, I'm I'm with you then. But that's the you, problem. You, 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 you should have a certain amount of knowledge before you vote. But, but I'll tell you why it's, it's a bit of a problem because even though you're not seeing it as being penalised, you are being penalised in a different way because yes, it may not affect your credit score, yeah. but we may vote for a bloody idiot who comes in, messes up the economy, yeah. interest rates are so high, you can't even get a, yeah. a house. Yeah. What good is a perfect credit score if you yeah. can't even get a good house? Got roll the punches, bro. But you, you get what I'm saying, though. No, I hear what you're saying, but it's it's different ways of attacking the same thing. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I'm not even disputing that. Cool. Anyway, I think we're done with topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had asked me a question before we started mm. the show. What was the question you asked me? I don't think that's it. <laughs> 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 Actually, you know what? I'll say the question because obviously I never said anything. I had literally just asked about the question. I said, "Yo, can." Disabled people, people who are mentally impaired, can they vote? Answer the question. Yeah, you basically Google it and the answer is yeah. Mentally? Yeah. Mentally impaired. You Googled it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, what, someone that's like clinically diagnosed with schizophrenia or whatever it's called. Or, or has maybe severe learning difficulties and stuff like that. Well, I mean, learning difficulties is different, but okay, that's different. I mean, I don't know. But what's People that's got like split personality stuff, mm. like actual proper mental health stuff, they're allowed to vote, yeah? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I didn't it's, know it's, that. It's a, it's a basic human right. No, but obviously, if you've been diagnosed and been deemed to not be in your right mind, I would think certain so privileges think, yeah. would be taken from you. Evidently not. Well, see, that's why. And this was the basis of why Manion was asking, like, should everybody be allowed to vote? Because if it is, you are clinically diagnosed as not in your right mind. <laughs> then what does your vote actually mean? Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> because... <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's like, look, as soon as you said it, yeah, Kevin was like, they shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> and then Stacey's saying they should. Like, what's going on there? Like, they aren't any less of a person. No, and I basically, think, the laws impact them too. No, they have they have a right to vote, but it's like mm -hmm. what you're saying. If they don't know who and why they're voting for a certain party, mm -hmm. then, you know. Um, what about the notion that you can have a family vote? So mm. if your household is voting Labour, and let's just say you're, you know, you're 22 and you're... Um, mentally disabled in whatever way you just described. Mm -hmm. Because this is a labor household and we're pushing the labor agenda, even though my child who is um, you know, not capable mm -hmm. of voting, they don't understand the policies. As their parent, I'm making them vote labor because this is a labor voting household. Mm. So basically like a guardian votes for them kind of. Essentially, yeah. To, to push mm. their agenda. These people are crazy. Once again. Because essentially it's the government, they're more interested in numbers. Right, like they want as many votes coming in as possible. Hence, why I think they're not tight on who votes. It's not like you know what I mean. They, 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 it's a numbers game. 
Disabilities yeah. is, is 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 wide and it varies, isn't it? Yeah, and you shouldn't. Everybody, everybody should be seen as equal. Yeah, regardless of whether whatever they got. Yeah, learning difficulties and stuff like that. Like I'm not like if someone can't, someone might not be able to read or write or whatever. But you can explain to them something and they can understand it and they can still have an interest in politics. I'm not telling you to take people with disabilities votes away. Yeah? I'm not talking about that, mm. but there's certain types of things. Yeah, but there's certain votes that we've done that are important, whether it be the leadership of the country or say like the Brexit vote or something like that. Yeah. So a man, yeah, who is paranoid, schizophrenic, yeah, or got like multiple personalities, yeah, you're, you call to walk him to the ballot station, yeah, and push him in that room and say, go, <laughs> vote. <laughs> like, like, what? If the person, if the like, person, if the person what? has no level of understanding or comprehension. No, forget then... that though. Like I said, it's not, I'm not saying disabilities because that's a, too yeah. much across the board and there's certain yeah. things that can happen to people. I'm not talking about everything. I'm just saying certain things. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm saying, a man is a mad man. Like, I'm not saying it's his fault, yeah. but he's certifiable, yeah. certifiably mad. Yeah. They've checked him and said this. Mm. And then they're still going to say, okay, cool, go vote okay. on a referendum. No, I'm saying that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's crazy. So even when people in the group saying, oh, they should be allowed, I'm saying that, why should they be? If, if so, Again, if, I'm not talking about everybody with yeah, disabilities or anything like that. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about certain type of... Yeah. If someone's going in there as a, like a zombie and just being told what to do, then that's that makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're just walking in there and just, they don't know what they're doing. It makes no sense. Yeah, this, this is wild. I just had a weird, weird thought. Just imagine, right? Because I believe that racism cuts through all mental um, health. You believe issues. what, sorry? Racism. Being okay. a racist will cut through all of that, right? Yeah. Just imagine, you've, you've wheeled this guy to the, to mm. the, 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 <laughs> the voting yeah. booth, And all you need him to basically do is pick whether he wants Brexit or not. And he screams, Brexit! Brent is dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> There's all these crazy pranks. You're a serious man. He's so dumb. Man, my man, my man. Oh man. Obviously, we're you know we're joking. Making yeah, it's all chest. It's all chest. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. I think, and I get what um people who are kind of siding with Stacey is um are basically saying because obviously, like. We've seen how people have been uh, disenfranchised for for centuries, especially black people. You know what I'm saying? But I still think there's nothing wrong with asking a basic question, which is if somebody in everyday life can't decide for themselves, Mm. why should they have the same voting power as somebody else? If somebody decides for them in all other areas of life, yet again, they should have the same voting power as somebody on the referendum. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because the person making all them other decisions for them in life is probably the person that's going to make them that's that's going to mm. be their vote as mm-hmm. well, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's still it's still not even fair. I get the whole human rights thing. I know like what man because I, I get the arguments of what they're saying, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, I yeah, I don't think everybody it's a, should. It's have a tricky a vote. one, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, I just don't think everybody should. Yeah, in extreme examples like what we've been painting, though, mm. if someone has no like mental aptitude to go obviously you are saying how would them kind of people be in the polling station in the first place but it's not about that it's about having something in place before that so to say that they're not even allowed it and that person's not going there by themselves anyway mm. because obviously the fact that they're allowed to would mean obviously saying like why would they be in the polling station they're a mad person they're going to end up anywhere 
<laughs> you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but you someone who's just bowling in there, like, oh, <laughs> where am I? How did I end up here? Just walking in there with a Heineken. You're talking about someone who's... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true yeah. though. <laughs> we shouldn't record if there's no women here, you know. It's <laughs> 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 serious, man. We're uh, <laughs> to make a new rule, man. No Esther, no show, man. Uh, hey, we're going to go to the community. If Esther ain't here, we're just not recording. <laughs> we're just not recording. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into our headlines, man. Let's go into the headlines, please. So, let me just adjust my my situation here. But the first headline is actually some good news. Well, it depends on um, how you see it. But basically, the head of Nigeria's National Commission for Museums and Monuments has told the BBC that a UK museum signing over of its collection of objects looted from the Kingdom, kingdom of Benin is really a great day. The Horniman Museum in southeast London is returning 72 items, including so-called Benin bronzes, to Nigerian ownership, making it the first museum in the UK to officially take such action on this scale. Professor Abatijani said, hanging on to looted objects is no longer tenable. The move adds to pressure adds to pressure um, on other museums and galleries as they grapple with the question of restitution. For those unaware, the Benin artworks were forcibly removed in 1897 in a large-scale British military expedition. British forces attacked and occupied the city of Benin in what is now modern-day Nigeria. The formal signing ceremony transferred ownership of the 72 objects back to Nigeria unconditionally, and that took place on Monday evening yesterday in front of Nigerian royalty and other dignitaries. In a speech, Professor Sijani praised the Horniman for doing all it could to correct the past. Nick Merriman, who's the director of the Horniman Museum, told the BBC that after a lot of research and consultation, there was no doubt that, had, that those objects had been looted. There was, so there was a moral argument for their return. I think we're seeing a tipping point around not just restitution and repatriation, but museums acknowledging their colonial history, and that's better history, I think. He added, it, will, it would lead to a fuller account of how collections have arrived in British museums. However, he also said it was important to note that some museums are subject to legislation which prevents them from removing items from their collections, whereas others, which are charities such as the Horniman, are allowed to do so. Cool. And the second headline is uh, Balenciaga, man. They're back in the news again. So more, more photographs, um, trigger warning here again, uh, child abuse, um, more photographs from, axed, from an axed Balenciaga campaign are being questioned today over the prominence of a book which celebrates a Belgian artist whose work includes depictions of castrated toddlers. Two photos from the brand's now cancelled September 23 ad campaign feature French actress Isabel Huppert posing in a Manhattan office with a stack of books behind her. Among the books is one that celebrates the Belgian painter Michael Bormans. Bormans' work is varied but frequently features children. His 2017-2018 series, Fire from the Sun, shows a group of toddlers, some of them with blood staining their skin in sinister composition. In some of the in images, the toddlers appear castrated. Balenciaga has not commented on the Bormans' book 
or how it made it to its spring 2023 campaign. There are other distinct similarities between Borman's work and some of Balenciaga's past designs, namely Kim's uh, look at the 2021 Met Gala, where she appeared with black fabric covering her face. The images which featured a book of his work were swiftly pulled from the fashion brand's website this week after the BDSM teddy bears controversy. Those images showed young child models holding the bears, which are in fact fluffy handbags, posing around glassware. In a statement on Monday, the brand apologised for the bears campaign um, again and took full responsibility for it. They said, we would, like to re we would like to address the controversies surrounding our recent ad campaigns. We strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. The two separate ad campaigns in question reflect a series of grievous errors for which Balenciaga takes responsibility. Uh, I think that um, either yesterday or the other time we covered this, I had asked if it is Kim had anything, had any stake in Balenciaga, so why is it she's mm. made the decision to not um, remove herself from from them? What did you find out that she does? Yeah, somebody in the comment section basically said that Balenciaga owned 20% of one of her businesses. Okay. Um, KKW, something like that. So, they're in bed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm. Interesting. Makes sense that it's that way around and not that way around. Mm -hmm. Man, what's your take on this, all this stuff, man? Um, like, who, who who actually runs that company? Satanists? But I, I have no idea, man. You been reading? You been, you been checking up? Doing I've, I've, I've looked, I've look, I've look, yeah, I've looked into it a, a little bit. I don't know too much about it, to be fair. But, um, yeah, a lot of the, the art is really, you Risky. know what I mean? Risky. Yeah, man, it's given a lot of Satanism, given a lot of occultism, blood sacrifices, you know what I'm saying? So people that believe in, in those particular things, you're seeing it clear as day, mm. you know what I'm saying? And especially with brands like this, there's nothing's an accident when it comes to the campaigns, the photographs, the, you know, the videography and whatnot. So these books were uh, strategically placed in certain places for a reason, Yeah, fact. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's really not... Yeah, man, it's, it speaks volumes, to be fair. There's even, you know what? There's something else. Let me find it real quick. Um, somebody kind of broke down certain things on, on Twitter about um, what they discovered in um, some of the, like, zooming into some of the mm. documents and, and, and books that were placed on display in those uh, pictures. And there's one. Oh, where is it? So should Gina burn her Balenciaga stuff? Yep, definitely. <laughs> <coughs> Would you mm. get onto if it is it you see her rocking any Balenciaga? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a Balenciaga free show, so she can't wear it here. Okay. <laughs> and is it just because of their Satanists or the fact that it is that they did that stuff with the children? Oh, it's the kids. All right. You don't care if they're Satanists? Mm -mm. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Like one of the books, yeah. So again, um, the whole Michael Borman book was there. Underneath that book is a book called um, The Cream Master Cycle by Michael Barney, yeah. And basically, I guess this is kind of what the, what the Cream Master thing is, right? So the Cream Master muscle is basically a thin um, fascial muscle of the spermatic cord made of skeletal muscle. It also um, it, it it is also referred to as a Cream Master fascia, or simply the Cream Master. Its action is to retract the testes, important in thermoregulation and spermatogenesis, right? So these pictures, that's what the book's name um, name is, by the way, the title of the book. 
and also like some of the pictures that like if you google queen master and just see the type of things that's in that book queen master creek cream master c-r-e master or creme master and just see some of the things that's in it it just it just screams like yeah a lot of um i'm only seeing um like testicles and bullsacks yeah yeah if you if you type in maybe the book or creme master cycle cycle yeah by michael barney and these are like um the two books so this is not andy warhol-esque because you remember you like andy warhol no, but Andy Warhol wasn't, he was, he's a pop art. I, I don't think any of his stuff was like this mm. at all. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this is a lot more, yeah, suggestive. So do you think that Balenciaga is going to survive this? Of course they will. Yeah, I think they will. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Are they always going to have a hashtag Balenciaga on, on Twitter? They don't care about Twitter. That's a big, powerful mm. fashion house. And people yeah. think, people only know about, people, like, it's weird, especially from our demographic and our culture. Like we do things like this. Like once, once we get onto something, it gets good to us, and then we think because we start rocking with it, that's what makes it important. Like it's not our culture or black people that made Balenciaga mm. what it is today. You get mm. me? And long before we started rocking it, they was a big, well-established, respected fashion house, and the people, their main core audience that they came into, ain't gonna give a one or us. Mm. So I, I believe they're gonna be fine. Mm. Maybe you're right. There might be a few hashtags here and there, but in the grand scheme of things, they ain't gonna, they ain't missing no meals. How about people like um, Kim Kardashian? Each time is that she posts, uh, people are gonna keep pointing about the relationship that she has with Balenciaga. If Balenciaga don't come out and try and clean up the image, because I, I believe that they're trying to clean up the image right now. I believe that they're in crisis management mode. Maybe because right but online <sighs> online creates a lot of all that fake caring stuff. Like yeah. people might do all that. The but last, is it gonna last, is it gonna affect minutes. their if it don't affect their bottom line? It ain't affecting nothing. It don't affect nothing. Mm. Let's all stop pretending. You get me? Mm. If it's not affecting their bottom line, no one don't care. They're like, I'm the people up stop. Instead, like, it's not nice. They prefer not to have it. But if it ain't affecting their bottom line, you take you take you charge of the game. All right. So you don't think it's going to affect the bottom line? So no. they're not going to do anything else regarding crisis management. This is what you believe. Because I believe that they are going to try to clean up the image. Well, they come off social media. Yeah, they've removed all of the access to them on these social platforms yes that's enough don't let it die down and just come back yeah. out when they're ready like what more because what, what more do you want them to do no no I'm, I, I don't care about them I'm, what I'm saying is <clears throat> that particular campaign that even caused this I think it was a collaboration with, with Adidas I'm not sure if, if you actually know that no I didn't know that alright it, it, it was right okay and um, if this if everything was towards or focused towards Adidas do you think that they would have a different approach Adidas Maybe. Why is that? Because it's more of a common brand. Maybe because if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Why would we add that? It's it's more of a common, as in it's more attached to the fabric of more people demographics yeah. than Balenciaga. Yeah. Okay. All right. So one hundred percent, they may not care for the commoners to purchase their stuff, but now that it's attached or associated with child abuse you don't think they're trying they they would try to basically clean it up well they will but what more can they actually do i i, I don't know i think you're gonna have to no, just stay quiet isn't what you're saying they're gonna try to clean it up but you're saying it's just not, not gonna affect their bottom line that's what you're saying yeah, either, in, yeah, in terms either, of in terms of because no, they're gonna try but i'm saying either way i don't think it's gonna affect their like, it's not gonna affect their finances long term it's this is a momentary blip they'll clean it up and people go back to buying rocking balenciaga yeah that's it 
I think that only happens if they're able to basically successfully crisis manage this. You think so? You 100%. Think? So, so, so in your, in your mind, so far, what more would they need to do? I, I don't know. I don't care. What they've done so far, <laughs> what they've done so far is to try to I, clean it up. I think you're giving human beings way too much credit, man. All people care about is rocking their Balenciaga drip. That's all they care about, bruv. You know it. Once this blows over, people will go back to rocking and buying Balenciaga. It happens all the time. Can I ask a question? Yeah. <clears throat> if you see prominent black people wearing Balenciaga, do you think they're going to be um, attacked online? Mm -mm. They might be attacked now as it's ripe and hot, but let this die down like things always do. No one's going to care. I don't know if I, I agree with that. Because I, for the fact that Kim Kardashian has to come out and say what she says, it, it shows that... You're forgetting, there's always going to be outliers and people who, you know, are going to care, but the majority won't care. For example, if, I don't know, give it... Let's, let's put a time frame on it. Give it, I don't know, three months. If, if I don't know, who? Just give me a random celebrity. Anyone. Um, Beckham. Beckham. If David Beckham comes out and wears Balenciaga in February or March, do you think anyone's going to care? Yes, they will. I believe See so. why these people are lost. Man I said, until our culture and hip hop culture was wearing Balenciagas, until the man was wearing arenas, no one didn't know who it was. You are so lost in your own. No, world. no, 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 no. I think that's 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 a shout because I believe that okay. black people once is this so prominent black people wearing it, it now became I need this thing. I think that's why Gina's even rocking in the first place. Well, I'm saying that makes it cool. That's just within that's just within not, our culture. And this is I'm I'm only caring Small about this. Demographic. 100 percent And we have all, all this time in the world to go on social media to basically complain about things that we may not even be able to afford. Yes? Mm. The reason as to why is Balenciaga kind of apologized and blamed on the photographer is because they don't want this particular press. Yeah, 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 It was on Fox News. Tucker Carlson run with this. Candace Owens is currently still saying, nah, 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 I ain't letting off of this. This is child abuse. It's different. When you're messing with child abuse, it's different. You're not going to just forget about it 10 weeks down the line if you haven't done something to correct it. Yeah, I'm not talking about them. Of course, they're going to come out with a statement and try and clean it up. I'm not saying that. I'm saying even with that being done, people, it's, it's going to blow over. Everything always blows over. Well, if they if they've managed to basically course yeah, correct, but, then yeah, of but course what company it will doesn't come? Over. Yeah, but sometimes that's not good enough for people. Some people don't give a fuck about the apology. You're cancelled because you've done it in the first place. So, yeah, companies are going to crisis manage because that's what companies do. Some people don't give a fuck about your crisis management. I'm not working Balenciaga. I don't give a shit because you greenlit greenlit it in the first place. Everybody comes down this crisis management. That's normal. Yeah, but I I did say that they need to fix this. That's what I'm saying. You're, you yeah, but, you yeah, were but, saying yeah, but, yeah, but, it doesn't matter no, if they do no, this. No, I didn't say that. They, of course they need to fix it. I'm not saying but they don't need to fix it. But this thing, we're in agreement. No, what I'm saying is, this is going to blow over, regardless. Okay, maybe this is where you're getting it conflated, right? They need to fix this. Yeah? It's the right thing to do. I believe, if they don't fix it, I don't even know what fixing it means. Does it mean coming out with a statement? Does it mean blaming someone else? Whatever, right? For example, if Balenciaga done, you know, a small job, a quiet job of fixing this, do I believe that the brand is done out here and people are not going to rock it. No, I don't believe that. People are still going to rock Balenciaga even if they don't clean this up. They are going to clean it up because that's the right thing to do and they're a billion dollar company. If they don't clean it up to whatever degree, people are still going to rock Balenciaga. I'm not I think you're giving human beings way too much credit, bruv. They don't give a shit. Question. Um, Margs, Yusuf and Emmanuel. Do you think if Balenciaga 
did what Kanye West did with the whole anti-Semitic stuff. Mm. You think they'd be able to survive this? No. That's another. Who owns Balenciaga? Satanists. <laughs> no, but, no. It, it depends because depending on who who owns them is whether that was would it would it even be possible in the first place. But and it depends on what you mean as in the powers that be are going to shut the company down and cut off their water, cut off their supply chain. Like, what are you getting at? I believe for the fact that they've removed their social media pros, um, presence. Okay. I believe there's stuff happening behind the scenes that they're trying to frantically fix. They came off Twitter before the p- campaign dropped. Um, I, okay. What does that mean? You're moving like it's a reaction. Like you're saying this is frantically behind the scenes. They're reacting now. They've moved. They removed off Twitter before the campaign even dropped. So you, it's not necessarily. Like it's not that much of a big deal that they've took the Instagram off. It's just so people can't contact them and comment underneath their shit. No, yeah. they've removed all their posts from Instagram. They've just just cleaned it out. Yeah, there's no Instagram no more. They take they the post office and they shut it down. You're saying they did this before the, the thing happened. They shut down Twitter. They came off Twitter. Forget about Twitter. I'm Why is it forget about Twitter? It's all their social media. No, but Instagram is the main thing, right? Because of the pictures and whatnot. That's where the campaigns were actually done. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but it's, it's like social media. Let's get bucked into, into irrelevant details, right? It's a form of contacting them anyway through social media. Cool. Yeah, so when, there's, when they're firing the backlash, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. come on Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they removed their Twitter before they dropped the campaign. That's fine. Yeah, so them. So them, so now you're saying they react to it, and then they remove the Instagram. If it was just, if it was a standalone thing, I could understand. But where they've removed stuff before, I'm saying it's still not even that much of a big deal to them. They're gonna just going away and just being quiet, and they're not giving you any platform to be able to contact us or on and write your hate comments and right, stuff like that. Let's let's call it. Let's play a game. Let's call it. Do you think they're going to basically do anything else to try to salvage their optics? I want to say yes, but I don't know what more they can do. I'm not asking you for that because I I also did say that okay I'm not going down okay that, yeah okay cool cool um but each each time and that's why I asked you about Gina each time you see a black person Balenciaga what you what will you do I ain't gonna do nothing Who what would ca- I do I don't think anyone cares that much to be like you in Balenciaga like nobody cares that much all right I ain't so, gonna do so nothing. you shouldn't really be getting onto Gina if she continues being Balenciaga why Gina who owns Balenciaga doesn't care. <laughs> so why should someone else care? I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't think that she doesn't care. I think the more it's actually villainized in the social space, yeah, you know, if it gets, she is going course, to have no, a feel. If it if it gets if it gets really 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 real, then cool. But right now, I don't think it's severe enough for her to be like, you know what, I'm never rocking Balenciaga, Balenciaga again. People just, I don't know, man. I'm not giving people that much credit because we've seen it before with. Gucci, we've seen so many different, oh, cancel this brand, cancel this brand. Give it a while, it blows over, people go back to rocking it. It happens every single time. So why should this time be different? I don't know, I think it's a bit different. I know this is about child pornography, which is a way heinous act and crime. Would you wear a Balenciaga t-shirt now? No, considering all this shit, no. What sense does that make? (laughs) (laughs) So I go and buy my first Balenciaga now. Makes <laughs> 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 no sense. The prices might be lower. Huh? No, uh, it's fine. <laughs> no, that's dumb. All right. Cool, cool. Thank you. All right. So, our next headline trigger warning here um, murder. And a murder investigation has been launched after a man was fatally stabbed near Regent's Park in London. The Met Police said officers were called to reports of a stabbing in Lylestone Street in Westminster at 3.23 p.m. on Monday, where they found two injured men. 
One man in his 20s was pronounced dead at the scene while the other was taken to hospital with a stab wound. His condition is currently unknown. The forces treating the incident as murder and inquiries are underway to identify the dead man. As of right now, no arrests have been made. DCS Owen Richards, who's the local policing commander for Westminster, said, This is a tragic incident and I'm deeply saddened that yet again, another young life has been lost to knife crime on the streets of London. I know the community will join me in sending our thoughts to the victim's family at this awful time. I appreciate people who want answers about what happened, but I would like to ask that our dedicated team of detectives are given the time and space they need to conduct the inquiries. A large number of officers will remain in the area and I would encourage anyone with immediate concerns to speak to them. And that's the end of the headlines. Okay, then let's get into... What would it be? Um, People Journal? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Nothing. Mm. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal. I give you the news from an economics point of view. So I've only got a few things to talk about today. Um, first thing is about BT and a lot of their um, employees who, who are striking and everything. But as of right now, they've agreed a pay deal with the union bosses that will basically see uh, workers who earn 50 grand or less get a £1,500 pay rise next year. So the agreement has been agreed, like I said, with the union bosses, but they are, now they now have to give that to their to their members to actually um, put a ballot to it and see if the members are happy with this, right? So this hopefully, I mean, if if they um, deem it as a good enough increase, could lead to the end of the strike action at the company. BT said that 85% of its UK-based staff are going to benefit from the wage increase. Combined with a pay rise um, made in April, the total increase for the lowest paid employees at BT will be more than 15% since this time last year. So overall, it seems quite decent. Um, the union, the Communications Workers Union, said that the deal would mean the wage rises range between 6 and 16% for workers of different grades. Obviously, if you're in different grades, you're going to get um, different increases and whatnot. But um, like I was saying, union, CWU and prospects are going to be balloting their members and recommend that the members actually take the deal. Which is good, man. Um, especially if the members obviously see it as a, a decent enough um, pay rise and whatnot. Um, the next thing is about emergency um, energy plans and basically how they're no longer going to be going ahead on Tuesday. So basically today, the national grid was meant to activate a scheme that was going to help um, uh, basically um, discount people's energy bills, right? And it was based on um, basically paying people to not use their energy, electricity at certain times in the day. And they were doing this to kind of help avoid power cuts. Because remember before we were talking about how, um, because of all the shortages and things of that nature, like we're likely, in fact, let me not say likely, but there, we are in a situation where there's a possibility that there could be some power cuts um, come this winter. But right now, the National Grid have pretty much said that, look, they don't think the measure is required anymore. So today was meant to be that day. Um, so... Yeah, obviously people who are kind of hoping that they will be able to earn money by keeping electricity off at certain times in the day, obviously are not going to be benefiting from that anymore. Alerts were sent out automatically when expected suppliers um, dropped be- below a certain level. What they're saying is that that doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be a blackout um, necessarily, but it just means that um, obviously this is something that we're kind of watching closely and making sure that everyone's kind of prepared just in case those um, things would um 
um, take place, pretty much. Um, the next thing is basically a combined thing. And basically, this is about parents kind of talking about the effect of the cost of living crisis. Um, some, some parents came out basically saying, like, basically, people, some, some of their kids, they're only able to afford giving their children one meal a day. Pull it out. That's basically the gist of this, right? Um, some some parents again are saying, look, we've cut back so much more, but we're still paying three times as much as we were paying this time last year. So basically, this particular part um is just just to highlight how people are kind of struggling right now, despite this this autumn statement and and basically um the government saying they're going to put certain things in place to kind of make it easier for certain families who who are kind of living below a certain threshold. Again, this particular family that this um this uh, reporter was kind of speaking to was saying that they actually earn a certain amount of money so they don't qualify for free school meals and because of that they're having to cover her lunches as well as obviously the food she's going to eat at home and things of that nature and they can't really cover it to be fair and like I said um, the other family talking about they've cut back so much they're still having to pay crazy amounts of money on their electricity bills because of this um, increase um in the whole energy tariffs and things of that nature. Like this lady here, she was talking about paying £136 a month to heat and light up her home. Um, but they were shocked to be told that their monthly direct debits are going to be increasing to 442 So like I was saying yesterday, you have to be careful when um, your energy providers just increase it. You know what I'm saying? Or it, they may tell you, but still, they're telling you that we're going to do it. They're not asking you anything. You know what I'm saying? And this is basically what this lady is um, coming out to talk about. And this is obviously not something that's unique to her. This is many families um, across um, the country. £136 a month, increasing to £442. So yeah, that's it really for today. Not not any good news to be fair, but hopefully tomorrow something. Maybe a bit £142 from £136. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, a lot of people ain't going to survive. Yeah. That's yeah. the wickedest thing. Sad. They just actually just... They're just not going to survive. The government's going to have to do something mad because the way people are going to lose their livelihoods, mm-hmm. homes, jobs, yep. it's just going to make the situation worse, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Everyone's yeah. going to just turn to crime, boy. <laughs> Let's get into um, our next segment. Are we rotating? Are we rotating today? No. Brent told me something else. Oh, okay. Then what are we doing? What's our next segment? Then, then continue to headlines. Then, because cool. Yeah. No, you told me something else, remember? No, I, I, I did, but remember, I have, I haven't given you an update. Exactly. So I'm waiting for the update. Oh, so you didn't have, you didn't listen to it anyway. Stormzy's hour. No, but you said wait until the person's here. Yeah, but the, he may not even come this week. Maybe next week. Maybe you, next you, week. you didn't tell me. That's what I'm saying. You, s- you said Tuesday or Wednesday. All right, that's fine. What's just okay? Well, what more news for you people? <laughs> we got we got more news for you people. Mm-hmm. We are friends. All right, you guys remember Andy Gray? Yeah, of course. Legend yes. from Sky Sports. Yes, come on. So he had an interview uh, with Piers Morgan. Um, so yeah, I'll just get into it. So trigger warning here: mental health um, issues, suicidal ideation. Um, Andy Gray admitted to being in a dark place in a talk TV interview with Piers Morgan on Monday, in which he opened up on his own suicidal thoughts in the wake of his acrimonious sacking from Sky Sports in 2011. It's crazy. Why did he get sacked? Huh? Why did he get sacked? 
Well, they was talking, at, they was talking about the women's linesmen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly that. So Gray was asked by the broadcaster after derogatory comments about a female linesman and revealed that although he was aware of the mistakes he had made, he was unable to compute it. The former footballer who played for Aston Villa and Everton went on to confess that without his family, I don't know what would have happened as he discussed his mental health battle in a wide-ranging interview. He said, I suddenly found myself in a really dark place. I knew I had done something wrong, of course I did, but I couldn't compute it. My head was gone. If it wasn't for my wife, I don't know what would have happened. I was close to going down to the garden. I had a pond with a bottle and a few pills one day. I was that bad. People who know me will be thinking, I'm kidding. Horrible. I couldn't work it out. For two weeks, I couldn't leave the house, just surrounded by press and media. Really weird, but I'm through it now. Yeah, I mean, big up Gary Neville and Jamie Carrico because they do a wonderful mm. job, get me? And I never thought I'd see a man, I never thought I'd see a man control that screen like Andy Gray, but Neville, mm. you've done good. But Andy Gray and Richard Keys, yeah. <laughs> legendary. Different, different ball game. Legendary. It's true, man. And Richard's the coldest because <laughs> when they sat Andy, yeah, he said, no, nah, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what, yeah, ride yeah. or die. He said, what? You think you can sack my kitty? Yeah. He said, all right, cool. I'm gone. There you go. Then I started doing sports on Al Jazeera. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey. It's right. He was riding, man. Riding for his friend, man. Good girl. Boy. Um, our next headline. Would you do the same, Mags? Mm-hmm. Would you do the same? Mm. Don't know. It depends, man. Mm. Same, same situation. When Loon's left for you didn't leave. Why the fuck would I do that? I told him. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't do the same? <laughs> No, it's not. It's a totally different situation. That's what Lindsay's own doing. You get me? Lindsay's own choice. So, mm. how about this situation? Was it Andy Gray's own doing? No, they sacked Andy Gray. He, he didn't want to go. No. Never mind. Hmm? Never mind. No, because I think they were there kicky key and laughing and he was probably in agreement with him. I'm not even going to lie. In this situation, I could probably do the Richard Keys thing because it's not going to work without Andy Gray anyway. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? That like, it's not like the two of them that like, you couldn't have replaced them and done it. It's like what they done to Jeff Stelling the other day when they got rid of all the old guys because they was warning about diversity and then they just messed up Gillette Soccer Saturday. Mm. Just Jeff should have left as well when he kicked when they kicked all the old guys. Should have said, you know what, I'm gone too. So in that situation, then yeah, but not when a man's making decisions for themselves that are going to affect me. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our next headline is um. Police have announced that a drug super cartel that controlled about a third of Europe's cocaine supply has been dismantled. Dubbed Operation Desert Light, 49 people were arrested across six European countries, the EU's police agency Europol said. They included a British national who is suspected of heading the operation and more than 30 tonnes, that's 30,000 kilograms of drugs, were seized during the two-year-long investigation. Operation Desert Light saw authorities in Spain, France, Belgium the Netherlands and the UAE worked together to bring down the cartel. Those arrested included six high-value targets, those who are, who are most wanted by international police. Among them, as mentioned, was a British national who Spanish police said had been living in Costa del Sol. Europol said that the, drugs, the drug pins had formed a prolific criminal network involved in large-scale drug trafficking and money laundering. It added that the scale of the drug operation was massive. It is the latest in a series of police efforts to hack encrypted phones used by organized crime networks to traffic drugs and launder money. Cocaine imported from South Africa via the Netherlands was the main focus of the investigation, and most of the arrests were made there in 2021. 
The others were made earlier this month, between the 8th and the 19th of November, during coordinated raids across the other six countries. And our last headline is um, trigger warning here. Again, um, well, he's not dead, but he's in critical condition, but um, somebody was shot by police in Somerset. So the incident happened when officers went to a house on Wick Road in Wick, St. Lawrence, as part of an investigation into possible firearm offences. Avon and Somerset police said that the man in his 30s was shot by armed officers. He was taken to Southmead Hospital in Bristol, where he is in critical but stable con condition. The full said that the IOPC, the Independent Officer for Police Conduct, had been informed of the incident, which happened about 11.30 yesterday morning. Uh, the Chief Inspector Adam O'Lolan said that the man's next to kin had been informed. He said, we understand the local community will be shocked and people will want to know what happened. As someone has been injured, we have referred this to the Independent Office for Police Conduct, which has confirmed it will carry out an independent investigation. We are committed to being open and transparent and will fully cooperate with the IOPC. Our thoughts are with the man and his family as he continues to receive treatment at hospital. Anyone with concerns about this incident is encouraged to speak to officers at the scene or contact their local neighborhood team. And that's the end of the headlines. All right, then let's get into our sports news, people. So, as usual, we're here with our sports news. Just quickly, before we even... Yesterday was Monday, right? Mm -hmm. I'll give you yesterday's results quickly before we get into the headlines. And then we'll just get into them in more detail just quickly. So, um, Cameroon drew 3-3 with Serbia. Ghana, oy, come on, beat Korea Republic 3-2. Brazil beat Switzerland 1-0. And Portugal beat Uruguay 2-0. So let's get into these. Yeah, so Ghana beat Korea Republic. That's right. Mohamed Kudos. Kudos? Kudos? Kudos. 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 I like him. He's good. I buy him a football manager. <laughs> Decent. Mohamed Kudus struck twice in a pulsating game as Ghana beat South Korea 3-2 to register their first win in the World Cup Group H. South Korea had all the early pressure, forcing seven corners in the first 20 minutes, but it was, it was Mohamed Selisu who gave Ghana the lead against the runner play after a goldmouth scramble in the 24th minutes. Kudus doubled the advantage on the 34th with a precision glancing header after a beautifully delivered Jordan Ayu cross from the left-hand side. Cho Gyu Song scored two quick fire headers to bring South Korea back on level terms around the hour mark before Kudus added his second of the game in the 68th minute with a well taken finish to make it 3 2. Salisu was forced to clear off the line late on to ensure Ghana came away with away from the Education City Stadium with all three points, keeping their hopes of qualifying for the knockout stages well and truly alive. As for South Korea, who saw boss Paolo Bento sent off at full time for protesting to English referee Anthony Taylor. They now need to beat Portugal in their final game on Friday and hope Uruguay also overcome Ghana in a repeat of their controversial quarterfinal clash in the 2010 World Cup. Mm. And then while we're in Africa, let's go with Cameroon draw with Serbia. So the Cameroon kept their hopes of reaching the World Cup last 16 alive as they battled back from two goals down to draw a six goal thriller with Serbia in Group G. Cameroon took the lead through Jean-Charles Castelletto, but um, Pavlovic and Milankovic-Savic replied to give Serbia a half-time advantage 
Alexandra Mitrovic added a third for Serbia and they look to be cruising to a win that would have put them in a strong position to progress from the group. However, the indomitable Lions roared back thanks to Vincent Abokabaka, Superlob and Eric Maxim, Maxim Tripomoting's equaliser three minutes later. Mitrovic had a chance to regain the lead for his side, but the Fulham striker... Oh, shit. Shit. What was I reading? Mitrovic had a chance to regain the lead for his side, but the Fulham striker curled a shot wild in the closing moments after being teed, teed up by um, Dusan Tadic. Both, both sides lost their opening match, so this result leaves them two points adrift of second place Switzerland, who lost 1-0 to group leaders Brazil later on Monday. Both Serbia and Cameroon need to win their final games against Switzerland and Brazil, respectively, to keep alive qualification hopes. And is this our... Well, it's not. But um, well, one of our final headlines is Scotland change professional football rules. Oh. Well, let me see this. Professional footballers in Scotland are to be banned from heading the ball in training the day before and the day after a game. Clubs are also being told to limit exercises that involve repetitive heading to one session per week. This is going to be conceding set pieces now. <laughs> okay. This must be a CTE thing. The new guidelines come after Glasgow University research, research that showed former footballers were three and a half times more likely to die from brain disease. Experts believe there could be a link to repetitive heading of the ball. The Scottish Football Association... Shit, why does this keep happening to me, man? Sorry, people. My big thumbs. Messing it up. The Scottish Football Association already has guidelines in place limiting heading in youth football with a ban on headers in training for the under-12 age group. Scotland was also the first country in the world to have a single set of concussion guidelines for all sports, with the If In Doubt, Sit Them Out campaign. The new guidelines are being introduced after um, consultation with the 50 clubs across the professional men's and women's game in Scotland and following the SFA survey of clubs to um, gauge heading trends. Clubs are also being told to monitor heading activity and training with the aim of reducing the overall burden of the um, contact. And then, the, is, oh, is that tonight, England Wales? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Thoughts on it, guys? Who do you think is going to win? Um, I reckon England. Wales haven't looked great. Yeah. And England coming off that draw of USA, I think they need to put in a performance. I reckon this, this, this will be it. I gotta watch it on tonight, and I actually feel like I might sack it off. Am I going? I don't know if I could be perfect. I don't know if I want to go and watch England lose, man. You think England lose? Well? Might lose. Yeah. Mm. Why? Because they're just letdowns. They're pieces <laughs> of shit. They done so well in the last two tournaments. Or did based off that USA game? Is it because they they drew one one. I mean, drew nil. You think it's it's all done? It was a tepid performance, and if that was. If that's what we got to look forward to, then it don't make it doesn't make, make a difference. Judge a team that's got a one game. It doesn't make a difference whether they go through or not. Anyway, they ain't gonna do nothing. You can, well, you can't. Well, when you up here the other day giving England all the big ups, now you just change your mind. No, I support I support England all the time, but I was onto them after that result. I said after watching that crap, they're not gonna do nothing. They need to get their life. They so, need to get their so, life so for you, that if result. If they play France, Spain, who else have I seen? If they play France, Spain. Yeah. Brazil, Portugal, anyone half decent, they're cooked. Based, but I'm trying to ascertain is it just because of that USA performance? Well, it's not because they put six passes run. 
Exactly. So you're just judging them off of one game. No, because I didn't. That, no one didn't care about that. that it, was, it, it was Iran. That was no. I'm not saying England are going to win the the World Cup because they beat Iran six two. I'm saying you can't just write them off because they drew with USA nil nil. Did you watch the game? Uh, I can't remember. You know, there's been so much football and I don't remember. I'm telling you now. If I watched it, I watched the highlights. I can't remember. I'm telling you now because then it's even a trick because then what they're going to go and do turn up against Wales and everybody thinks that it's all fixed and all that. no mm. this is it's, it's all sacks it's a joke they're not play like, it wasn't good it's not it wasn't a good it wasn't good signs obviously like it's, you can it's, have it's, stumbling it's, it's you, people game, win tournaments it's and they have stumbling game. blocks like, but it wasn't even like the result it was the, it was more the performance no I hear you I'm not but I don't think it's because they didn't play well in that game that it's all over for them oh boy if they lose tonight it's over and, and plus, and plus, it's Wales. It's not like they're about to play Brazil. You know what I mean, you, you don't really rate Wales like that. No. <laughs> to be fair, like England should get the job done, man. If they don't, then I mean, they deserve to to go home. Yeah. Anyway. I just got a feeling that football is all about drama and storylines and a lot of yeah. people miss it like the results and all that whatever, whatever yeah. but it's all about the drama and the storylines and, yeah. yeah. and I'm saying it's not going to be good for England yeah, yeah. but this is probably the best storyline the football gods could come up with like this would yeah. be as much of a shock of, of, of yeah. what it would be it would be in keeping with I'm not saying that Wales can't be England and it's drama and I can just see it I'm just not it. thinking that it's going to be how you're describing it I hope I'm wrong because I wanted to still be in the tournament yeah. but I can see it I was watching that new new game and I thought, ah, oh, these men have got these men are gonna mess this up, innit? These men are really gonna mess yeah. this up. That's just the overwhelming feeling that I had. And it's mm. just stuck with me. So I, that's what I just think they're gonna do. I don't want them to do it. And obviously, of course they could beat Wells. Mm. But yeah. I've just got this feeling that they're gonna mess this up. What's been Wales' results so far? One one. Well, they've got one point, so I'm assuming they lost one and, and, and drew one. They lost their last game then. Did they lose to Iran? Yes. I think they lost 2-1, you know. God damn. Wait, let me double check. They yeah, that well, bad. They, they, have, they have a point. So they, they drew Yeah, they drew they, they drew 1-1 with, yeah. with, with America. Yeah. Yeah, then they must have lost to Iran then. I didn't even know they were that bad. Yeah. But even still, these men are Egypt, man. That's yeah. not about these men. lost 2-0 to Iran. Just flipping out. Okay, England might be all right then. <laughs> <laughs> They might be safe, man. They might mm. be safe. And England probably only need a point to qualify, to be fair. Mm. Oh, man said even if they lose, they still go through. They'd have to lose 4-0. Oh, wow. There you go. So England are good either way. Oh, all is right with the world then. Marching on to the next round. Mm. Yeah, let's go. Come on, England. Let's get into our outro. Oh, no. Mm. I've done it. <laughs> Who is Dana Air today? You see, when you buy a house, yeah, do you have to do you give the person the money directly in their bank? No, it goes to solicitors. Hmm? Solicitors. So what was this? They release it. You sure? Yeah. You sure there's no new way? Well, did someone send the money it to the person be. directly? Huh? Did someone send the money to the person directly? Boy, this brother started renting out a yard in Cambridge, yeah? Um, it's direct. <laughs> <laughs> He started renting out the yard in Cambridge, yeah, and he was there for about two or three weeks, like a three-bedroom semi-detached property. You know what I'm trying to say? Like he um picked the keys up and he was enjoying the place so much. He loved the place so much, yeah. 
that he decided to put on the market for sale. A place he was renting? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> But how how is that even possible? <laughs> this is what I'm trying to work out how this was gonna work. That's what I'm saying. Do you send the man the money directly or or what? Like what um no, but what what paperwork you have to have some type of paperwork or something mm. to, to be able to pull it up. Huh? Well, he's been falsifying papers. He even went and got um like um show home furniture. So he's renting mm. show home furniture, he falsifies papers, he put it up online. I don't know if it's Zoopla. It's not like a good scam though. Well, it mm. would be a good scam if it could fucking work. How is he going to yeah. get the money? This is what I'm trying to explain. This is what I tried to ask you beforehand. Someone nearly bought it. Yeah, but Where was they going to send the peas? To an accountant that he gave them. That's, yeah, yeah, see, that's true, yeah. 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 yeah to the accountant yeah. details that they, he gives to the person. Oh, I thought you said accountant. Because it, it might go to like a, a friend who's a solicitor. Well, he, 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 yeah. could, he could patent it some type of way. Yeah, yeah I, I think I remember talking to Stephen... And Stephen was saying that there is a way to basically do a quick sale mm. without going through certain procedures. Maybe is this it? is it. Maybe. I think the idiot is a person who's buying it, to be fair, more so than the person who's putting it up for sale. <laughs> but, but you know, when you're buying, though, you don't necessarily assume those things. Like, you just think everything's in, in working order. Get your solicitors involved. Because remember, it's... it's, a, it's I'm it not going to lie. Months. If I'm buying a house and I'm just talking to the person... <laughs> <laughs> But nobody else involved, yeah? And they send me their monzo. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, red flags. Boy, this guy was doing fraudulent stuff. You got him documents made up, sending to letting agents of people, just a whole head of fraudulent stuff. Mm. I think my man went to the police. I think the guy who nearly bought it, I don't know, I don't know what made the spies the senses start start tingling. Mm. But he went to the police. Mm. How long do you think this guy got in jail? Keeping in mind, yeah, that um, devil, Chelsea, yesterday escaped jail. Oh, yeah. Who, who escaped jail? Chelsea. Chelsea, as in the club? No. No, there's this... Um, devil. Yeah. Look like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fernan said that um, she looked like a he. Oh, well, we're not going there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he said that, to be honest. I don't know why terrible. you repeated it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but she es- she escaped jail for pretend for calling for false rape on somebody. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She's a piece of shit, but she got a suspended mm-hmm. sentence. I don't know how, um, how crime works in this country, but I feel like this guy's, um, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Not opportunities, um... He's showing like initiative. Um, yeah, I know the words. I read, you I read, get what I'm trying to say? I read, I read. I, and I he's being and he's being punished for it. How long do you think he got in prison? Uh, two years. What do you think? Three. Hmm. This is tie. <laughs> These are both six months away. Okay. He got two years, <laughs> six months. Wow. In prison for trying to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> and I just think. I just think it's giving up. I just think it's giving off the wrong, um, the wrong impression because you're gonna breed a society of people mm-hmm. that are afraid to try. <laughs> That's like that. No, who's, who's that black you who's always who's always pretend to be a doctor? The one from America. I don't. You know I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every yeah, other yeah, month, yeah. he's been caught for pretending to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah. He's sick. He just goes to different real? states. Some black in America. Yeah, he's always getting nabbed. He just keeps doing it over and over again. Yeah, he goes to different states. Like, yeah, he's sick. He ain't never going to learn his lesson. They're going to take away his medical <laughs> license. Yeah. Definitely. They're going to ban him. I don't him. think he has a medical license, does he? 
he won't. He won't if he keeps doing this. Gonna ban him from practicing for good. Boy, he almost got four hundred bags. It was close. He would have done it if it weren't for them damn kids. But in my mind, I think we need to look at this and we need to um, like just review it, refix it because he was almost there. I think there's a way. There's a way you could do it. I think we just need to um, just review his case a bit more so we can, like, moving forward, we could just refine it. And what, that person would have moved in and he would have had to pass on the landlord's details to them. Like, this is the details you pay the the, um, the mortgage into. <laughs> <laughs> the landlord wouldn't have a clue, bruv. If something like that happens and it goes through, there's nothing in place for the, like, the government to give you your money back, innit? Like if no, they, they if, be, if they caught the person and then there could be a civil proceeding where he has mm. to pay compensation or whatever. But if yeah. you got duped like that mm. and the person got away mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever, there's nothing in place for you to get your money back in it. Well, it wouldn't be from the government. Yeah. It would be whatever they can look the to banks. Yeah, reclaim from his doings. He's done fraud, isn't it? Yeah, it's fraud. Yeah, it's fraud. The bank, the bank would probably have to do something because they they're giving you they loaned you the money to buy the house. Yeah, they should also do yeah. their due diligence. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you so you would have been all right? I think so. I think so. Unless it is that you were liquid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then uh-huh. And I'm assuming you can't just transfer four hundred bags into an account without questions or something happening. It's not it's not like yeah. a, it's it's not just a smooth wire, four hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, bags transfer. Crypto. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> Crypto, <laughs> innit? I can't even get in my FTX um things down. Print, <laughs> <laughs> why are you shaking your head for? Uh. How's your crypto going, Brett? I told you I'm a long-term um, investor. And my crypto is great, thank you very much. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've never gotten like tokens or coins that you've gotten. I, I wouldn't go down that avenue, so no. Mine are good. But I, I will I will preach to the entire um, community once it is that um, certain things come true. But I've jumped into this for the long term. I should, I should take an initial investment, though. You know, I've got this app, right? It shows you like my whole portfolio. And um, I can go back to the beginning of time to when I first invested. And it shows me like the amounts I peaked at. Fam, when I peaked, I fucked up, bro. I should have <laughs> took money out. So the dip is crazy. And I'm going back to the peak of thinking, fuck. The peak, yeah, is like three or four times what it is now in my portfolio. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying, it's annoying, it's annoying. And, I don't, and God knows when it's going to get back to that number again. Mm. Fucked up, y'all. Uh, money I run, man. I should have taken some money out, man. Fuck. Mm. Fuck crypto, man. That shit like Monopoly <laughs> money. <laughs> but, yeah. So, wait, what's this guy's name quickly? Because, let me give him a quick shout out. Who, the, the perpetrator? Andrew Smith, man. Andrew Smith, 41, man. You tried, you know, you know, you know, you tried to be innovative. Didn't work. Now you got a criminal record, lad. I just think use the time in prison to just refine the idea, maybe give it to your brethren or something, see if they can do it. I just don't know. I just don't know how this was gonna work, but it's worth it's worth looking into. It was interesting. I was just actually surprised that he went to jail. I thought he could have got a little slap on the wrist. Mm. But nope. Nobody never spent no money. He was paying the rent. Nobody never parted ways of any money. Mm. They still sent him down to the summer. That's it's, it's the attempt. It's conspiracy. Yeah, it's like conspiracy for murder. Isn't it? it was attempt, a conspiracy to, to send the man to jail for rape yesterday, yeah, and like, she walked. Exactly, that's true. All judges ain't the same, I guess. 
The world's fucked up, man. But that's it, man. Andrew Smith, man. You're done it here, man. Next time, man, come up with a better plan, man. Let's get into our outro, baby. So here we have it. We're at the end of another wonderful morning. You get me? Big up everybody that's locked in and locked on. Big up everybody in the chat. Make sure you have all liked, all 200 and something of views up. Big up yourself. Never ever small up yourself. Like the video while you're in there. Like it before you leave. Like it all throughout the day. Share it. Tell your friend them. Make sure you join our community. How do you join the community, Brent? Uh, community.thenewblack.com There you go. It's free. It is 100% free. And I am in there flexing. A couple gallon in there. You know what I'm saying? I had to make make a couple profile pictures. Big deal. Yes! 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 This was going on. My community, you know? Is it? My little community. I'm not interested in that, but I'm just saying... Yeah, how do you, I'm in there. Just no. How do you navigate? Like, who's in there? I don't like. You know what I mean, go in there and just type "gal" and then move, man. What's <laughs> 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 type of "gal"? They just come up. What I mean is, when you go to the community, community, right? All I ever see is the people who are posting. That's it. Like, where do you see? Like, you know what I mean, like, oh, I mean, like, who's in there? That yeah, makes you, sense. You can navigate the check to see. All the members. Yeah. Okay, where? Um, there's like a hamburger drop-down menu. Okay, and it shows you who's... Yeah, yeah it's where you can mm. kind of navigate to oh. all the different things and topics and whatnot. Okay. But if... if so like is, is there a lot more going on in the community than I, than I, than I can see? No, the see? community's dead. Oh, is dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, again, it's a long-term project. Yeah. Um, the New Black is going to be doing a whole set of things um, yeah. for the next five years. And yeah. um, over that time, there's going to be... Um, benefits extended to those who are in the community. Okay, okay, so okay. Over uh, the course of time, it's going to be built up. Yeah, of course. I'm a long-term guy, full stop anyway. Do you understand? So certain things kick off immediately. For example, if people knew that Mags was in there 24-7 and he was posting 24-7, it would be more boisterous in there. But he doesn't care about that, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> if if some girls could start DMing Mags, I'm not sure if they've done it so far. No, no guy ain't messaged me yet. Uh, if if you if you girls want to and guys, if it is that you want to basically try your luck, please send them a message. Do you think there's girls, girls of Marx's ilk in the community? Oh yeah, I see. One hundred percent. No, I don't mean I don't mean looks wise. I mean girls who are on what Marx wants. One hundred percent. One joined the other day. What was it? Yes. How? how I'm not telling how you who it is. Yeah. How, how do you know she She's was? A, She's an, an avid Marx fan. I've, I've been seeing. Oh okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I think. That episode, Margs even said, I read it on mm. the community. So she, mm. And immediately, <laughs> there was a message on the team Black site. There was a message on socials. I'm like, I need to go for Margs. Only to come and be disappointed. Like, Margs ain't there regular. Well, just message me. DM me, man. Just like, anyway. Any, any, like, any, any social media platform you follow me on, man, hit me up, man. We'll talk. All yeah, these community members are, you know, man them. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's not that easy. No? <laughs> <laughs> man them is not that easy. I'm a notorious ignorer. But get them, yeah, man. Shout me, man. Hold on. So what? There's a there's a there's a DM function, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a whole chat room as well. So I wonder if they if people are getting up to like you know. I don't know. Stuff. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like, community is growing. Hook up, could hookups be... and stuff. There might, there might be. We don't know. There yeah, might be hookups. I, I don't think people know yet how to even navigate. Do you understand? Mm. I don't even think that they know that they could DM. Only the the woke ones actually know. And I guarantee you, there's some DMs. There's some there's, there's some stuff happening. I don't know. There's some hookups. I reckon there's some hookups, mm. man. Guys, opportunists. They go in the community and start peeping who the girls are. Yo, you listen to the me too. 
fuck off about that. <laughs> 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 yeah, never mind, never mind. All right, thank you. All right, use up. Anyway, Brent's not joking, man. Message me. See you tomorrow morning, man. Ciao. Peace. <laughs>